0: So, you're going to get to do some shows in Japan? October 12th, 2010, is Sawat from Pedro's show.
1: La plupart de ses crabes sont comme des rats des bouts Sauf mon ami, manque lui, c'est pas pareil Il est tout le moteur, c'est le mec, ma soeur, Mireille Donc je ne suis pas raciste, j'insiste, j'insiste La preuve, on fait peur, malheur, malheur Moi je suis évangéliste, j'insiste, j'insiste Amour et bonheur Il y en a trop qui marche sur le trottoir Sauf mon ami ou Mais lui c'est pas pareil Lui il mange du halouf et boit le jus de la treille Donc je ne suis pas raciste J'insiste, j'insiste preuve, j'ai un pain de noir Colin, colin Moi je suis pacifiste J'insiste, j'insiste Et j'aime ceux qui mangent du lard Du lard, du, du lard Femme dit donc, mais elle, c'est pas pareil quand je la vois mon cœur Tant que ça beauté et mes merveilles Non, je ne suis pas raciste J'insiste, j'insiste, j'insiste. La preuve, ma femme est viette Mon viette, mon viette Moi, je suis maoïste J'insiste, j'insiste Riel, mange des rillettes Rillettes, Jamais le mec, non, je ne suis pas raciste J'insiste, j'insiste, j'insiste la preuve J'habite vite juif, vite juif, vite juif Et puis au catéchisme, j'insiste, j'insiste Trois le petits Jésus, je le kiffe, je le kiffe, je le kiffe Non, je ne suis pas raciste, j'insiste, j'insiste, la preuve Parmi les miens, les miens, les miens Ma mère, ma soeur, mon fils, Un étranger, un français, pas de souche 60 millions de compatriotes Mais qui sont-ils ces voyous, ces gens louches Si on a tous parmi nos potes Un étranger, un français, pas de souche 60 millions de compatriotes
0: from Pedro show? It's a Wednesday. No, it ain't. It's Tuesday. Brother Matt, how are you? We're good. over here at the Love Grotto. Good. Pleasure Life point. is
2: good. All is well.
0: Two in a row now.
2: Yeah. Back in the homeland.
0: Back in the homeland. Yeah. Which I'm soon to leave. <laughs> Friday, I do hyphenated man in Japan tour. Twenty two gigs, twenty two days. Cool. Debut. Which might have been what you were referring to at the beginning of the show.
2: Uh, no, uh, if you're going to be doing some, have time for radio shows while you're over there. Oh. Like 22 shows in 22 days. Sounds pretty Yeah, busy.
0: but at the end, I stay, right? The last gig's November 7th, and the Nels-Klein-Yukahunda oh, marriage is yeah. November 13th, so I stay. Oh, cool. So in those days there, mm-hmm. I could do what? Mm-hmm. Probably with some cats Yeah, some looks. For sure, because I'm going to be staying with an uh, Irish professor named Andy. Oh, wow! Who married a lady there mm-hmm. and has a family. Yeah, great cat and mm-hmm. his buddy Seamus. They, uh, when I did the New Year stuff, you know, I was talking to him at the gig and everything. And then, because of all the recording later, I never got a chance to see them again. So, uh, Andy says, uh, "Come on over, conk here." Cool. Yeah. Hichi, Josie, that part of Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some other guests, brother Twan. Hey. In the homeland. Hmm. Good to be here. Okay. And Miss Peak, been a long Peak. time since last time you were on this show, it was via Brother Matt's pewter via yeah, Skype. Skype. Yeah, welcome back. From Bangkok. That's right. Okay. And uh did you get that article? Yeah. They're trying to say that the red shirt people were trained by Kemmer? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh are you gonna be there for the wedding? Who's, whose car are you driving?
3: Yours, the boat.
0: No, you ain't. <laughs> it's a black Volvo. <laughs> <laughs> ain't my boat.
4: Come on, no little voice.
0: <laughs> Speak up. Um, hello. Big. <laughs> who's who's who?
3: Oh, Nelson. Karuma, huh?
0: Yeah. Okay.
3: I thought you meant driving to Japan.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> You're
0: not driving that. You start now. No, no, no. You're driving that to the airport. No, no. How are you going to get... The, what's your plan on that?
3: What? Um, going to France and then
0: Japan. Oh, yeah. We should talk about that. When do you go to France? Friday. Friday. Same day I leave for Japan, she goes to France. How long you been here? A month?
3: Uh, well, I was, I've been here since June, but I hopped off to a few cities in Europe for a month.
0: You were here since June, and I've only seen you once? Yeah, but you No, were I really saw you busy. at the gig. Yeah. No, at the yoko Plastic Yoko. This one,
3: Harold's. In Harold's? Yeah. Right? Before Was it you for went? the Pedro... Uh, Benefit. For PA. Israel, you get
0: the PA for Pedro band. That's right. That's right. Okay, so I've only seen you a couple of times, and you've been here, been, but, but you left. You went to New York. You went to some Europe towns. You went yeah. to France. What was that, Strasbourg?
3: That was, that was yeah. That was um. New York was on my way to. Over to there. Europe. Yeah.
0: And now, and now you're gonna stay in France until when? Are you gonna come that week? Only March.
3: It? Well, I, I, yeah, I I'll go just for a week in Japan. In November. Yeah. yeah and for that then. wedding.
0: Because. You never been there.
3: No. That's why I ask you all kinds of questions. You didn't, yeah. You you're not answering me anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> It's on a need-to-know basis.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I stated it. I needed it to know.
0: (laughs) No, look, the experience will be a better teacher. I would convolute it and give you wrong impressions and all kinds of lame stuff. This way you're unpolluted. You're clean slated. You have no preconceived uh, uh, notions. So (laughs) I actually was doing you a favor. Uh (laughs) And also, you know, here, you know, tell me what this country's like. You know, come on.
5: No, I want some things. Confrontation. You want some, How
3: you you want some confrontation?
0: How do you get that? They got dojos.
3: Transportation.
0: Oh, transport. <laughs> <laughs> but they have dojos. You can do some fucking cake. Well, Muay Thai MMA <laughs> shit on them,
3: yeah.
0: or have them do it on you. <laughs> <Or> combine, <laughs> collaborate on an ass weapon. But no, uh, transportation. Yeah, they have. They're real good with trains.
5: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, they get they can get kind of packed at times.
3: <laughs> oh, right.
0: <laughs> Some of those commuter lines in the rush hour. Oh, are, are, are you're you talking Japan? Yeah. where it's they just got the pushers, right? Yeah, yeah, right. They shove you on there. People yeah, face on the
6: window. Exactly. <laughs> just pack you in. It's crazy. <laughs> Did you ever get pushed in like? that Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Remember my
0: first times there. Wow. And it happened, and I was cracking up. It was like, okay, you know, the first stop. And then the the more's coming on. Yeah, right. Like, nobody's getting off. And more's (laughs) coming. I started laughing. I mean, most of them were shorter, so they were all crammed into my chest and under my arms and stuff. (laughs) But, I was like, whoa. And Mr. Jim O'Rourke was telling me there's an etiquette to it, like, yeah, even if you're like face to face, like no eye contact. No eye contact. So it's like yeah. you look at the dude's mole, and right. he's looking over at some freckle, and the faces are right there. But the the, the uh, eyeballs aren't making contact. Well, I heard about the girls. They had a big groping problem, right? Groping. I I know that during certain uh, some trains at at the big rush hours, yeah. the the front cars would be ladies. for women, right?
6: Yeah, ladies yeah. only because there's. Well, what about?
0: Pervy ladies
6: stuck in there with ladies, groping other ladies. Maybe that's happening? Yeah. Okay. Soap-so. So.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> Dare to dream. <laughs> pen- pen- Pentai <laughs> is the word for that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, the situation like that, so you could take advantage of it. I, th- I think I was reading something about the uh, schoolgirls, especially, it's like 70, 80% had uh, experience on the trains and stuff Yeah. Like that. But I think it's kind of on the sly. But obviously, it's a problem if they were. I've seen on the you know the trains reserved for the, in the rush hour for that. But uh, I also see people, uh, ladies, walking around late at night. So in some ways, I think the, if they're pretty safe there too.
6: Yeah.
0: You know, sick, sick dudes everywhere, and then sure. the, and some ladies, hopefully, right? Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I feel a lot more. I'd come home from a studio or something be walking at late at night and stuff, and feel a lot more safe than <laughs> walking.
6: Right, even in Pedro here late at night. Yeah, are the laws? Are the laws pretty
0: harsh, pretty strict. Mm, I haven't broken any. Yeah, right. Uh, I haven't got into trouble with people. I, I, when I'm in somebody else's country, especially, but here, too, I don't like messing with the hombre. <laughs> right. Satsu is what they call it. Keisatsu. S- K- How is it? Kisatsu? Kisatsu. Kisatsu. Or, or satsu for short. It's like ruffians? No, it's policemen. K- Policeman.
6: Oh. <laughs> Same difference. <laughs>
0: I thought you were going to
3: leave all this for me for surprises. Now you're telling me everything.
0: <laughs> oh, about the trade.
3: <laughs> about the country.
7: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but it's not all about the country. It's one thing. I, I, that's an image in people's head, I think, any kind of Asian transportation. Thing. How are the trains in Thailand? Um, or UK? the buses? They don't get jammed? Uh,
3: not as bad.
0: Okay. Um, I know in India they do. Yeah,
3: and they also have ladies I've
0: heard, ladies <laughs> you know, they're up on in the, uh, the roofs and stuff, yeah. riding on buses and... Well, I'm you,
6: know, you, could, you could end up waiting days for a train. Is that a, like t- a scheduled train? It's like, well, it's supposed to be here at 4 o'clock two days ago. Um, I was just talking to some friends who just came back said they had total nightmares with the transportation Man. in India. But I want to go there. Yeah. That's a land I ain't been to. Well, you know, it's rich cultural, uh, yeah. the, 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 cradle civilization. Wow, I mean, they're really
0: thousands culturally rich. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah, thousands some time and thousands of years. Right? Yeah. Huh?
3: You know, I spent some time there. I
0: know, and, and in fact, you were talking about possibilities of gigs.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because Thai is kind of shares with India. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of what what you say mix of India and China kind yeah,
3: of mix. Yeah, but it's, divided, it's separated by Burma.
0: Yeah. Right. And you your writing, your writing looks a lot more like the Sanskrit than those kanjis yeah. in mm-hmm. China. They're they're mixed. Mm-hmm. So and she she you have contact. I would love to go to India one day. But yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. they've had a lot of history and ups and downs, yeah. and uh, they'll come around. But I heard about the transpo there being rough, and I heard it in China too. I know uh, I heard about bands doing tours on the trains in China. Yeah, wow, like no vehicles, all train. Yeah, bringing your stuff, schlepping. Mm-hmm time me and Kay did a tour of Holland and Belgium like that, it was very convenient.
6: Well, out there, Holland and Belgium, the trains are much cleaner more modern and run uh,
0: on time. Run on time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for us, it was actually an advantage than driving around yeah, and stuff. Because yeah. dose, all we need to do is bring our bases. It's really effective. I've just done five dose gigs mm-hmm. in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, a lot of dose. Yeah. Uh, the know. last one was in Redwood. Bar and Grill and uh, Shimmy and Miss Yuko, K. Oh, cool. Yeah, they were tripping on it.
5: <laughs>
0: you know? I think people don't know Dose, the two basses, like, yeah. Especially other mm-hmm. musicians. And After they go to be, you know, it's kind of like healing music. <laughs> and I'm thinking of me and Kay. <laughs> Whoa.
2: That's cool they got <laughs> to hang around for a while. <laughs> right? Oh. Mr. Shimmy, uh, they got to hang out for a while in L.A.? Yeah, because oh, cool. of the plastic over yeah. yeah. Man.
0: And uh, yeah, I brought them home, and they were saying that Okono had him in the Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. She, she shows me the card. Oh, this kind of rundown run-down neighborhood here. You're not allowed to park overnight. You know <laughs> Beverly Hills, you can't park overnight. Yeah, you can't park overnight parking, right? Yeah. yeah. But uh, I, I'm so glad they got to see us play live. It was a trip. That, was, that was a hellride gig the other night. I was going to go, but work uh, wow. preempted
6: me. Man,
0: Perkins was on fire. Was he? In fact, the next day, I practiced with Pear, right? Yeah. For that mm. gig. For the huh? Yoko gig? You didn't see it Saturday. It yeah, was a Friday. It was a Friday. When you saw me with Egg, ah. but the next night I was with... Oh, I should say, we started off with Leo by John Coltrane, and then uh, <laughs> Jamie Swiss uh racista by uh, Nordine Le Nordec, uh, which was from Peak, and we'll get into that, whole french connection thing in a minute but uh the next night i did the same song with pear and i did practice with him uh the day after that uh hell right yeah yeah and i told him man man perk was on fire i haven't played with uh perk like that in a while yeah man. i mean and i just had a son named Eden. and so he ain't conking a lot uh-huh and uh but man, was he wild! He was on fire. Everything was double time. And so I told Pear that. Pear said, "Yeah, uh, they got another bass. Oh. The Duffster's out. Wow. And so this new cat's coming on. And uh, I guess him and Perk have been jamming and oh. jamming and jamming. This guy makes loops and stuff. I guess he does more oh. than bass. And so Perk is just all lit, play with yeah. this new man on bass. And uh, he brought it to the gig. It was wild. Damn, and Peter played that. good too, man. Yeah, yeah." I wanted to be there. It's one of my favorite of
6: your bands. I love, I love Hellride. It's yeah. a great band.
0: We're gonna play that fourteen blowcat.
6: Oh yeah,
2: uh, oh, in Santa
0: Monica. It's reopened, but it's called a different thing. yeah. Oh. No. I think it's the same pad. Yeah, and uh, he wants us to play there, and uh, I think in either end of November or beginning of December. And then there's an Orange County gig. I think in that 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 pub.
8: Oh. The thing in the strip mall, uh-huh. Murphy's and uh-huh. Fitzgerald's,
0: I think it's called. Uh-huh. Irish pubs can be everywhere, you know. Yeah. Orange County yeah, strip he played mall. there before, right? A couple yeah. times. This guy liked the brick. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, so we got a couple before the year's up. You can come, Twan. Cool. Uh, yeah, I like playing with them, too. So, Perry, have any uh, porno for pyro words? I think they're heavy on getting the Janes back uh-huh. with the new bass man. Uh-huh. Hair was in great
2: shape. Oh yeah, man! man. He looked like a, a hip Tom Jones looking. Really healthy. Yeah, he was really happy <laughs> with him, his, his
0: spirit was so good. His humor up so big. Yeah, I'm on his Twitter
6: feed, and he just uh, writes. It seems like he's just living a real healthy uh, life right now. Man,
2: he
0: was great. He's yeah, it was good. Cracking jokes with me the whole time, and it was really good. I, had, you know, I had not played with him in 14 years. Yeah, I've seen him a bunch in between, but yeah. man, I got to actually mm-hmm. play with him, man. He uh, came out with me for that song, and I got some pictures too. When when they took the big group picture, Pear came, "Hey Mike, let me stand next to you, Mike." Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah. So he's yeah, Pear's great. He's and saying- Ig was wild too, man. <laughs> I mean, I knew what it was going to be like. I knew the shirt wasn't going to be on. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was asking me backstage. I said, "No fucking way." Man. I got hit in the face with that vest. Sometimes one line. Sometimes no lines. He's coming off before he sings one word. Uh-huh. And with the bad knee and shit, I couldn't can't dodge. You so can't, took a lot of the <laughs> So I knew that. And uh, then him he ramming her and he lifting her, her up, and he was
6: what? Does he aim for you or does? No, he does it see, goes over his head. It's gotcha. going over it's the bl-
0: back. It's a blind throw. He, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like the fucking vest magnet or something because I'm always. <laughs> it. But uh. He he was wild on that. Yeah, you know he goes for it, and he brought it to the yeah. gig, and mm. everybody was really grateful. Mm. Yeah, everybody was really grateful. Uh, all, all the band members, the core was that Tokyo crew. Hey Bob, hey, Bob, Bob Stires joined us, uh, and they were the core of the band, and they had it all together. Sean Lennon was the music director, man. Yeah, he was really
2: good. He was really talented, too. He's Playing really all those on Smiths bass. Right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Did the piano, did the guitar, sang that uh, with Harper for his mom. Yeah. Well, is so Sean the really one? Good.
6: Is he the one that's like kind of forgotten, left behind, uh, Lennon? That's
9: Julian.
0: Julian.
9: Yeah.
6: Yeah, yeah. Sean's the favorite
9: son. Sean's the one that he, you know, child <laughs> yeah. by Yoko. Right, right. So it was like five yeah, yeah. when John died.
6: And, and Julian, he got cut out of the money and everything else. Well, and, I don't know about that. Well,
0: but he <laughs> was,
9: his mother was Cynthia Lennon. Um, you know, he's probably 40. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I don't, I don't. No, he's talking about that. Anyway, stuff, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, Not a good you subject to bring up, right? It's back it's back to back to Sh- Sean running the stage. He did, he did really good. Yeah. He organized yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Um, Yuka Honda helped him a lot, but
9: who brought in Shimmy? Um, was
0: that Yuka's influence or did Sean seek that out? No, he ran the whole thing. He picked everybody. brought them on. She she helped out. She's a like, when he was torn with his own record, she was his music director. So they're, they're both very skilled at that. But I, I know from being at the practice and the gigs, he was running the stage. That's impressive. It was great, too. It wasn't belidge It wasn't my uh, Yavol kind of shit. It was but very together, very focused. He had to bring in a lot of cats from different worlds. Those are pretty powerful and intense people, too, man. It's not but easy to do. One good thing was having the Tokyo crew be the core band mm. because man they had that shit. they were good Sean even told me they had it down better than he did yeah if yeah, you tell good. those or ask those guys to learn a song sh- she so was it was Shimmy,
9: his wife and who else was it cool yeah wasn't he well yeah
0: she's great drummer. I mean she had to play behind plastic yeah a little plastic box of, because the cymbals in uh. Yokono's ears but man that she's one of the easiest drummers I've ever played with she'll just be right with mm. you she's right in the moment but she can read too and all that. But
6: How much no robots swinging. How much rehearsal do you get on, on a gig like that? On a, on a one. I, I had two
0: pracs uh-huh. for one song. Yeah. No. How long were the pracs? Uh, they had me. Uh, the the pracs were more than one song. I mean, I came in, but yeah. then they had to do with some guy uh, with his soft shoe, and uh, it it went ran the gamut of lots of different styles.
9: Vaudeville or what? Soft shoe, I mean, that's butter, you know. It no, it's
0: like than, a uh, musical kind of deal. Oh, okay. It's like a musical thing. He's a, uh, what was his name? Yeah,
2: Vincent Gallo had a little tender part. Of, uh,
0: he John Levitt was his name, and he's, oh, he's an actor, Tender, actor, isn't that the know? guy and, that and, did the porn and, <laughs> thing? Uh, tra-la-la-la-la, tra-la-la-la-la. Mm-hmm. Well, that's musical stuff, right? Uh, huh? I thought his
5: name was Joe. Joe Leavitt?
0: John Levitt, Joe Levitt. Yeah. And uh, he's a really good singer and dancer. Yeah. I got to talk to him at the practices. And I went from that to uh, Lady Gaga. who. Uh, What's your impression on really, her? Uh, uh, I didn't know anything about her, but she came in. Uh, I know, that, that's why I want your impression. You're the only person in the country. So let. No, I know about her, that she's got notoriety and stuff. But I didn't really know about her as, as a musician. And uh, she is a musician. She sang this blues thing with the Janice kind of mm-hmm. voice. And wow. She's good? Powerful, huh? Really, uh-huh. it was, no, real. She's well, she, a real singer. She, she yeah. So she cuts to your. Huh?
3: She was behind the scene for years as a songwriter. Is song that right? Yeah. Before well,
0: she, she's a songwriter.
3: Yeah.
0: So you're saying she, she tried, had that powerful When I communication. heard, when I talked to John, uh, Vincent Gallo and Sean Lennon about uh, her, I was saying, like, wow, you know, I'm a stupid fuck and just learning about this. But they said, well, you know what? We had a voice coach with her. And like she's the star pupil, we know her from way back. They they knew her as a oh. musician. Oh, that's how it
5: is. And uh, hmm.
0: like you're a know, voice coach, I don't know, but man, uh, she could fucking belt it hmm. out. And she was playing. And well, you she, sound she's like that. Not not all uh, image.
3: She's, not, she's so tiny. <laughs> she's
0: kind of little, but person. Yoko Ono's smaller. Yeah. That's yeah. The, the trippiest thing was when Yoko Ono uh, singing uh, next to Risa. Because he's a very big man. Mm. He was great. Mm. I thought he was fucking wailing. He, uh, very much a genius. I I didn't, I'm not that, I know of Wu-Tang Clan. I've heard uh, about them, and I don't, but I don't really know their music. Because you know, ignorant. But, uh, I did get to see some of their gigs this summer because they were on some festivals with the Stooges. I know they're missing some guys. Mm -hmm. One guy's dead, right? I think so. The dirty, uh. Dirty Old
6: Bastards. Yeah, that's right. Was old was, bastards. And, uh, was this Riza guy, man, okay. he, Much.
0: I told him much respect, man. I, yeah, he I was fucking great. couldn't believe it. He even came and rapped in that last song we were on. So, so and you were making it up. And then Sean asked me to do a little thing, and I just did a little four-line thing. I, I didn't. Somebody asked you to do that, just start rapping. I I'm Now, Riza probably could do it. Yeah, But man, if you're it not... Takes,
6: it takes a certain skill, for sure. Yeah. So it's, it's an, an honor to be asked of, Hill, Mike. Jack you know?
0: in the Hill. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it? Uh, no, was God, it potty mouse? I was going to go to bed. It hurt. <laughs> yeah. Potty feeler. No, I didn't Potty I I told you I did four little lines. I didn't really want to rap because it to get flow happening like that on the spot I think you need some kind of practice <laughs> you yeah, need some
6: practice so what I did it. I
0: actually took feet, feet of the lines what yeah. happened was uh, uh, yeah I kind of was asked to do it okay mm-hmm. the night before they handed me the mic you know but I was like what the fuck so they gave it to me again this time Sean turned around and like all the music went down and I couldn't just hold the mic <laughs> and so it was about this kid about uh some of his roommate filmed him being with somebody and then put it on the internet. Oh, so he yeah, got yeah. very Dated. embarrassed. Gay kid and he killed himself. Jumped off the bridge. Yeah, yeah. The George Washington Bridge. Right, exactly. And so I used that and then uh, about the George Washington Bridge and then I, and then I used three of my uh, hyphenated man uh-huh. la, uh, near the end spiel. Uh-huh. So I didn't even compose on the spot. I kind of mixed. It's hard to do, I, rapper guys. You know where it doesn't sound all corny and cliche. Improv, and, improv on the spot to make it speak like what he did. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did one round the spot and which ones did you get from corny your ass. It was fucking. I don't know. I need a little practice. I didn't want to let anybody down. You're right, Bob. If you get asked, it's an honor. You know, like, I don't want to do it, but I made it econo, mm-hmm. and then I broke out of the ra- r- rhyme too because they were doing it like the real one. Yeah. Right? Mm. Everybody talking about... That, that. Uh, In fact, Pear... Uh, give piece of chair Pear got man. a thing where uh, he was... Give man it off the...
5: Oh, teleprompter?
6: cue card No, teleprompter. Yeah,
9: leash. Oh, that's the same thing mm. as a teleprompter. Oh, yeah. No, no, he was yeah, getting the too. spiel. Yeah.
0: From the internet.
9: It's like a, huh. a handheld uh, And I don't uh, know if it was sheet. from
0: the real... Uh, Song, weatherman. Everybody's talking about the weather.
9: That's the weather. from "Give Peace a Chance," feel. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Is is that the real one? So no, maybe Care yeah. did the real one. Uh-huh. Other cats were making them well, up well, right was he on the thing. Was
9: yeah, it Yeah, Venice or
2: was it, it about... The-
0: <laughs> no, that's the, the what Sean told us. The nature of the song was it's supposed to be of the moment and topical. Like all uh-huh, those lyrics cool. were never set. Like yeah. whoever came on. You know, the one with Air clapped Clapton and uh, yeah. Klaus Vormann, the real Ono band, Plastic mm-hmm. Ono band.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Everybody was just supposed to come on and just start rapping in mm-hmm. the moment. But now, you know, it's become a song in itself. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, Pear went back to the original. He did it twice. The other night he uh, did a, another That's band, a freestyle. That's kind of cool. So that- my, mine was little, and so that one, and then I did a, a Wait for a D-Strain, which is a Yoko Ono song. Did I talk about this last week? When was the last show? Yeah, I think we covered a bit of it. Didn't we? Yeah, so let's get more
10: elaborate.
11: Uh, Let's
0: play some music.
10: Mon cœur, mon amour, mon cœur, mon cœur, mon amour, mon Mon cœur. Ça dégouline d'amour. C'est beau, mais c'est insupportable. C'est un poudin bien loup. chameau mon cœur passe par ça là et ça se fait des bamours se donne la béquet à ta ce mélange de sentiments aromatisés aux herbes me fait sourire gentiment et finalement me donne la chair me Coupe qui me rappelle que je suis seul je déteste Je suis seul et tout coup. Mon amour, mon cœur, mon cœur, mon
11: amour, mon amour.
10: Par terre, autant de N'a nappé de crème pâtissière. Coucou, qu'est-ce que tu fais, mon cœur? La même chose qu'à une demi-heure. Je t'appelais à 5 minutes, maintenant je ne répondais pas. Alors j'ai inquiété, alors je t'ai rappelé, toi, tu sais, une fois la journée, un écart pour mon quest Qu'est-ce que tu fais, un adoré? Ouais, on va après. Bon, je rassemble, mais viens, je t'embrasse c'est super descendance non c'est toi qui a non c'est toi. non c'est toi non c'est toi non c'est toi non c'est bon un deux trois c'est pas vrai She's sorry
0: From Pedro Show. Uh, you just heard The Sheriff of Nottingham by the Forest. And before that was Behold the Temple of the Sun by Palace of Swords. And uh, ahead of that was The Mary Barracks, something brand new from Deerhoof. Yeah. Yeah, they got a new album. Uh, I think they uh, record, uh, mixed it in Portland. I can't remember where they recorded it. But, uh, as you can tell by that tune, it's pretty wild stuff. And uh, we started off with the song that Miss Peak wanted. Uh, mon corps mon amour by... Annes. Annes? It's one of them eyes with the two dots over. Yeah. All, right. All these things we're learning.
6: <laughs>
0: that's French language. must have some French name. Ooh, la, la. Even in Fr- when they say France, the C's got a thing under it.
6: <laughs> yeah, what, do want want
0: what do they call that thing? The little There's a thing. But all those little tilda. marks little. have words. What? Delio. 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 Delio.
9: <laughs>
0: that's what it is. Delio.
9: That's the one that's like a squiggle, like La
0: Cunata. It's not a tilde. A tilde is like a backward apostrophe. This is a thing that's on the bottom of a C. It's a C. It looks like a little number five. Uh okay. To give us sa- yeah, because when you say savah, uh uh-huh. huh, huh, it's okay, okay, savah. Sava? Yeah, they have it on there. Yeah, I
6: think. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, need language. I would like to learn it. So, no, what's your plan now? You're going to leave Friday like me. Yeah, you're not going to Japan. You're going uh, east to uh, France, yeah. straight to what Charles de Gaulle Airport. I just, I bought a
3: one way ticket. Yeah. First of all, this is how the story goes. And uh, they accidentally gave me a, a return ticket, so I'm like, fuck okay, it, I'm going mm. back.
0: For save uh, monies?
3: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so Damn. Don't tell them.
0: I won't tell them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But,
3: But but yeah, I'm going there, and plans change all the time. I was going to go back to Thailand by this point, but um, shit happens. Uh gonna try to get there in Ben Marsh instead while the house yeah. is the house in Bangkok, the couch surfing house, is being um under construction. It's it's being rehabilitated? Bangkok. Being Bangkok. yeah. Yep. It's uh getting stuff fixed.
0: So everybody's thrown out.
2: I,
3: oh yeah, it's thrown out when I left.
0: Ah, mm. oh,
2: so did you get to study some some tie up clothes?
3: Uh just a few, but mm. not too not too because I wasn't settled. Mm. You know? yeah I uh, couldn't couldn't get a routine together to go regularly because I had to come back here and deal with some things which I'm still dealing with
0: <laughs> and what's your plan in France um, you want to bring the scanner
3: yeah I wanna eventually move there now it's my new home
0: oh okay so when you go to Tokyo that's just gonna be a little thing yeah. there and then you're going back to France
3: that'll okay. be just for now and Yuka.
0: Was oh, there a love interest? Did you in get passage? the uh, invitation?
3: Um, I invited myself.
0: No, because I, I heard about these uh, <laughs> friend of mine there in Tokyo got one. and They made these wild invitations. I mm-hmm. haven't got one either. But what? Yeah, maybe you have to live there. Is
3: it mushrooms? Because mm-hmm. I is got it this box of, of mushrooms. I don't know if that has. No. <laughs> it's unrelated. Cough that's kind up of a now. wild. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> that's kind of a
0: wild. Cough them up. Invitation. <laughs> Your my I, your my friend at Mike at uh, Super Deluxe, which is going to be uh, the place of the debut for this uh, third opera. First time I ever play it in front of people. Well, we've been playing it for fucking Bob. Peek actually was the first one to hear but you usually heard, heard the demos. Yet. You were hearing... Demo. Yeah, no, they, she was hearing the guitar and the drum. <laughs>
3: The very wrong And just tour.
0: trying to learn the, the name names of the, of the songs. songs. <laughs> Every day I would drill it into the guys on tour, the Prakka yeah. the Third Opera tour. I'd drill them with the music and trying to get them to remember the titles.
7: <laughs>
9: you know, I was thinking about that today, though, that that's one piece of information, number six. Very useful. Um, because at least in their mind, they can conjure up what they think of uh, that particular man.
0: Yeah. Which Better than work. Nothing. They couldn't get it. They didn't get it. <laughs>
3: Robert was doing good.
6: Did he? Yeah. I mean, are these are they hard to memorize? Are
0: these? Yeah. <laughs> Everything. He heard it without bass or spiel. Yeah. So they're only learning it from their parts. Yeah. That's them playing. Right. The stuff we were listening to was not my palsy shit. <laughs> the stuff we were listening to was actually them in the practice pad. Before be we left much. on tour, I taught them all the songs and then recorded them. Yeah, And then I would play this back to them every day, several <laughs> times. Remember, that's how we, that was part of the routine in oh, the morning.
3: Why we, do I remember? Was,
0: <laughs> <and> <laughs> she was wrote about it, too. Huh? And not a, she left at New Orleans. So, yeah. so. But the whole tour went on. In fact, more and more we listened to it. Sometimes the whole drive would be over and over. <laughs> the Stuff trying to put it in their head. And it worked, because uh, up here practicing it now, those guys know them back and and forwards. They know it really well, their parts. After Japan, you're going to go back to Paris. Uh,
3: well, Strasbourg. Strasbourg?
0: Strasbourg. Oh, yeah. Which is, I think, the EU parliament?
3: It. I'm not sure, but that's what I heard. I think so. But it, was, it used Beautiful to be town. A, the
0: Rhine is right there.
3: European Central, sort of.
0: Yeah, it's right by In this, Germany. The, the yeah, Rhine River is right yeah, there. right.
3: It's across the river and you and uh
0: they have a statue of Gutenberg. See, I just played there, so I know a little bit. Yeah, I was there in April. So I know a little bit. Yeah, there's a statue of Gutenberg, and it's kind of trippy because at the base of the statue, uh, there's like these things that the books had liberated people, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't know, like uh, Africa people and stuff, or uh, uh, you know, down here uh, up to the Great. You know, white fathers handing them books. Yeah, yeah. And then in, in Asia, too. They got, like, these Asian guys getting a book. You know. But I think that, actually, maybe the Chinese invented paper. And I know the Koreans invented movable type. The mm-hmm. so Koreans did? Yeah. So maybe it wasn't the Gutenberg press turning on all these, like, third world people. It's, it's hilarious. You know, it's, it's kind of noble. But it's kind of like, yeah, boy. And they're wearing the tight pants and the wigs. You know, it's that era. Uh, kind of uh, like from our revolution or something oh, or the ligs. French revolution so And the Prince tools. Albert's wigs <laughs> and Prince Albert's
6: <laughs> uh, Prince Albert's uh, penis piercing so you wouldn't uh, have unsightly bulges so, yeah you wouldn't have unsightly bulges you know the one that like a ring <laughs> that goes tights. through the head to of the, the end penis. of the first hour that's the the cool name it's a band
2: Death before incontinence. <laughs>
0: yeah.
4: <laughs> October
2: 12, it's the second the hour of the Sonic
0: Sonic from Pedro
12: Show. Allow, 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 dit, études, dit te dit les thunes, qui dit argent dit dépense, et qui dit crédit dit créance, qui dit dette te dit huissier, lui dit assis dans la merde et Qui dit amour dit les gosses dit toujours et dit divorce Qui dit proche te dit d'aller car les problèmes ne viennent pas seuls Qui dit crise te dit monde et dit famille dit tiers monde Dit fatigue, dit réveil. Encore sourd de la veille. Alors on sort pour oublier tous les problèmes. Alors on danse. Alors on danse. Que C'est fini car pire que ça ce serait la mort Quand tu crois enfin que tu t'en sors Quand y'en a plus, il ben y'en a encore Est-ce la zique ou les problèmes Les problèmes où bien la musique Ça te prend les tripes, ça te prend la tête Et puis tu pries pour que ça s'arrête Mais c'est ton corps, c'est pas le ciel Alors tu bouges plus les oreilles Et là tu cries encore plus fort Mais ça persiste, alors on chante
13: she's spoken to 19th century school girl it's that pure english breeding that just drives me insane 19th century school girl. I like to spank a bottom with my walking cane century school she's my 19th century school girl my 19th century school girl she's my 19th century school girl My 19th century schoolgirl, my 19th century schoolgirl, she's my 19th century schoolgirl. Her rosy cheeks have a healthy glow. 19th century schoolgirl, her hair's tied up in a satin bow. 19th century schoolgirl, though there's many other girls around, 19th century schoolgirl, in my world she wears the golden crown. 19th century schoolgirl, she's my nine. 19th century school, girl them, 19th century school girl she's my 19th century school girl 19th century school she's my 19th century school girl oh. 19th century school girl she's my 19th century school, girl she's my 19th century school girl
0: um uh, started off with something again from Peak. Something cute, huh? Something Make cute, right? Dance. Something that's cute in nice. Right. <laughs> 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 um,
3: just a dance song. I, it's just a loris on dance. I, yeah, it's just, just stuck By in Stroh my Man. head. Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, I've played a lot of music from France on the show, but uh, more of a... Mm, not quite so cute. Yeah, not as cute. <laughs> not as cute, but thank you so much. You're going to be looking for this when you go over there again, right? Um, and then we heard 19th Century School Girl by Nine Iron. And then Thistle Girl by Inflatable Best Friend.
8: And I was drawn to that. You picked that one. <laughs> Because
0: uh, one of the parts of the third opera is called Thistle-headed Man. Oh, I was thinking Thistle Girl, Thistle-headed Man. Maybe they would be natural enemies. That might make a good mashup.
2: I think some of those inflatable friends are getting pretty elaborate with all modern technology. Yeah, I've come a long <laughs> way since Roxy Music, so you
9: know. My beautiful doll. Inflatable best. <laughs>
0: pool toys of improved. you, you want to chime in on that brother Twan <laughs> inflatable best friend hmm. who have you been talking to that was the name of this band that did uh, thistle How did you know
9: <laughs> they're you that's where Twan
0: came I from. thought that <laughs> was the, the, your dealio for uh, getting into the uh, carpool lane did you oh, hear that, about that, dudes that, doing, doing shit like
2: that get your dummy yeah. next door
6: did you ever hear about the guy who worked for the coroner? Got got ticketed, he had four cadavers in the car with him and he tried to fight the ticket and the judge made an example of him because he tried to say, Hey, there was more than just me in that car or four bodies in that car and the judge said, No, this happened like ten years ago. Wow They find him big. But I've heard number uh, number of stories of people. Do they have a odor to it? <laughs>
9: <laughs> I think oh, I they cleaned see. them up pretty nicely. With, uh, or were they freshly embalmed? Because I on, know. where do you draw a line from people to?
0: <laughs> I had to do community service at <laughs> the corner, and man, there's wow. I never breathed through my nose once. Wow, really? <laughs> it was all mouth breathing. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. laughs> I can
6: imagine yeah, that's some hell of a community service.
3: Is that bodies? So you I must could, have
6: really done chemical. something horrible. Huh?
3: <laughs> <laughs> was it because of? The
0: the bodies so because of the I clean videos, up is tolerable, that you couldn't want
3: to breathe, in. It smelled like them decomposing. Oh,
0: so the actual bodies, no? Coroner is brought in for questionable. It's not everybody who dies. It's kind of if it's questionable. Mm-hmm. But still, like on a weekend, there'd be a hundred maybe coming in, and it, and it was oh, coming up. It was May, coming on hot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh-huh. and like they'd have to move room. them to the outside storage and. I would have to wash the, the trays and their their gowns and uh, the ropes. They'd have to tie them up
5: would you because the rigor
0: mortis starts stretching out. Yeah, and they use up even oh. more space. So they have you have to tie their uh, oh. limbs.
3: Did you get to see them, the bodies? Yeah, I had to uh, nude. But you you chose to do this Tattoos look
0: really weird. The really blood uh, goes around them. Oh, really? The bottle settles. It looks all weird on the bottom, too. But around the tattoos, it, it, it kind of... Yeah. It changes the skin. Yeah. So it's not as... Uh, it's like scar tissue, maybe, or yeah. something. So it's different when you die. Wow. The good karma was... The coroner's office is right next to County. And County's where they I saved have. my life. So yeah. it was like... And they closed close. it. Guys oh, closed yeah. it. You know. Budget cuts. It's a trippy thing. There were some guys there working with me. They were convinced that once you're dead, now the maggots can come out. That uh-huh. we're born with them. Uh-huh. And I tried to like mention some about them maybe coming from flies, but... You know, yeah. <laughs> I got put down real quick. So. Yeah. You like can't challenge people's belief no, I, was be right <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going well, to shove anything down anybody's throat about <laughs> science or something. No. <laughs> so, the MAGA thing has to be experienced science for is Santa. very
3: inconvenient hmm? Science an inconvenient
0: is really truth look you have a tattoo I wonder ah, no. what that's going to be looking like <laughs> no, luckily I won't have to see it <laughs> <coming> that way. <laughs> oh. mm. uh, you know images get burned in your head also people come in to see their people it's yeah. very sad oh it's horrible it's heavy yeah. there's cats who work there you know full time and uh, they ate their lunch out there yeah at the benches yeah. and I was like whoa yeah oh no <laughs> it takes a certain time gotta get sure. the kind of des- or desensitized through yeah. the work eating yeah. because I remember moving stomach. to Pedro and the Navy house was right next to Lockman and was next to the dairy yeah so cow shit yeah after a month I never smelled cow shit again yeah it was still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just didn't smell you're, you're it. you to so it. So that's probably with them cats. Yeah, when it, it was in the, the cannery. that, yeah. right, that, that was a the smell. When they I, probably I, the it's You get on the bus yeah. with the cannery workers after their yeah, shift. Yeah, it
2: should phased. They grew up with it.
0: But <laughs> is it strong? Yeah. Oh, fish guts is like, whoa. Yeah.
5: yeah.
0: Yeah. If you're feeling a little faint or tired, whoa. <laughs> you're working a slime yeah. blast. <laughs> yeah. of that. So
2: it didn't matter how many showers you took. You couldn't get that shit up. It was on you up.
0: Uh, Brother Matt, speaking of which, <laughs> <laughs> it's time
2: it's for the Spin Cycle. for <laughs> the
0: grease meets the beach. Hey!
3: Why don't the people believe that
4: Lodo? Why
2: this twisting torturing evil we must save our nation from decay and deliver our children from the horrors of perversion we must make
4: our land land free a safe home oh god deliver us america from evil
0: Brother Matt, thank you cool. very much. Cool, my pleasure. What, uh, that installment <laughs> since Bicycle was inspired by? It's odd
2: how that one came about, really. Uh, I was going to start off with some Latin beats and cumbia, because I'm going to check out Papa Chango this week, but oh, well. it didn't turn about that way, because, uh. I got some of that tune yards I dug on CNM yeah. with Yoko, and right. so we started with that, and just started in a whole different direction with some trippy production stuff. And then I think the Ganja inspired a deep Rasta moment there, and uh, ended up with some bass love.
6: <laughs> nice,
0: yeah, good technique. <laughs> in the moment, man.
6: That's great! It's right. Papa Chango is playing this Thursday. Yeah. The King King, right? Yeah, yeah it's and, be uh, killer. good friend. Good friend of ours, David Starfire is playing with him. Yeah, yeah. That, that's t- a good show if you, get, you oh. try and make that. That's uh, David Starfire. Yeah, he's great. He's shows, just, shows, uh, a great DJ. Yeah. Yeah. He's a super cool cat too. And Papa Chango, he's he's pretty incredible. Yeah, where's
0: he from?
2: Portland and really Argentina. He's Argentina dude. Bust out the killer cumbia, that uh, Latin romance courtship
6: with the beat. Yeah, we saw him at the at the, at the Lightning in the Bottle yeah. festival last May, and he fucking just right. ripped it up. It it's was the Lightning
0: in the Bottle. So it's some it's
6: friends of ours, it's Chiller a, a troop of artists and uh, and and creative du- types. Oh, SoCal the SoCal, people. yeah, they call themselves the la and they put on these great uh, festivals. Now they're getting, they're becoming a global brand, and. Uh, they do all these festivals. They just finished up the Boom Festival in Portugal, for example. They, it's not their festival, but they were they go uh, do cool they're contributors
2: to it. Yeah, they go do cool stuff wherever they go.
6: Yeah, so, uh, but Lightning in the Bottle is like their baby here. It's a four day weekend event in uh, Memorial Day weekend every year. Where? And, uh, it's in Irvine Lake this year. KOC. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it was the first year at this new location. They used to have it somewhere else. Uh, I don't remember Santa where it Barbara, was. Santa
2: Barbara up in Santa Barbara. Yeah, and
6: they lost that location, but they found this uh, place. Yeah, it was killer. It's, it's amazing. Bro, Matt and I were there for Papa Chongo and others, but... Uh, that Papa Chango set, it blew me away. I don't usually go for Latin-flavored uh, stuff so much. I mean, I have an appreciation for it. Chango. means monkey. That's monkey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He's a big daddy monkey. It's usually a derogatory <laughs> He gets term to play swinging. Papa Chango.
6: <laughs> man, he came on to play that Latin-flavored Latin, the Latin, oh, flavored Latin music. Oh, man, came out, out of the woods Unbelievable. spinning. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. So I'm looking forward to that uh, this Thursday. I'm you know, going. In Japan
0: on the freeway, or the highways, they have... Saru—they call them sarus. And they have saru crossings. You mm-hmm. see on the yellow sign, you know, the little monkeys. Yeah, right, right. I've seen. Yeah, There's exactly. They have those all over Malaysia
6: and, and stuff. I've seen them. Yeah. yeah, monkey crossing. They have them down in uh, Costa Rica too. Wow. Watch out for the monkeys. Charlie and
9: Lancaster cats. too, but that's a whole different ballgame.
6: <laughs> Boys in the hood. And mm-hmm. a friend. Technical glitches.
0: Bob, uh, why are you here in town? Oh, I well, so came you here... Live, you, the radio audience might not know that you're in New Mexico now. Yeah, I went
9: to New Mexico to incubate and to hibernate and to percolate and, and uh, so I can get to writing some things and maybe doing some music-related stuff. Um, I've stumbled upon a little bit of music seen there, uh, chick noise bands... Uh, I'm pursue something there anyway, so... In the area of Albuquerque, uh, Santa Fe, whatever. Um, A lot of people don't pass through there because it's a long ways. What's the name of uh, the town? The town where I am is Placidas, which um, is in Sandoval County, whereas Albuquerque's Bernalillo and Santa Fe's got its own. And it's, um... So you're in between. It's in between. It's about almost halfway between Albuquerque and Santa Fe. But it's it's an old... If you've seen Easy Rider, it's kind of like that... um, it was started, uh, a lot of people were building half domes there, like in 1970, and started these communes. Geodesic. Geodesic. Bucky Fuller. Ne- this one half dome I can see right off of my deck is still there from 1970, and it was, the glass, was they used uh, windshields of old Volkswagens. it's
0: it flat?
9: Uh, yeah. And uh,
0: I had a few bugs. They have flat windshields. Yeah, it's yeah a, a double yeah. nickels on a dime, right? Yeah. yeah, and if you're using the back. <laughs> in, in fact, record, that one there, that red one, yeah. Yeah. I came back from tour, Minutemen Black Flag tour, and somebody had cut my windshield out. Really? Right no, on the gasket. Wow. It was so it's like, fuck. And remember the recycler?
6: Yeah. Is there still a recycler?
0: I think. I think yeah, yeah. You yeah. yeah. used to get them at yeah. 7 yeah. the, Eleven
6: before Craig List yeah. a classified uh, a, a lot of Classic. bands
0: went through that right Mike mm-hmm. a lot of uh, music equipment a lot of all my cars I got through there anyway I see an ad in there this place in Azusa is selling windshields for $11 mm-hmm. so I get hey man <laughs> let's go up here and get a windshield I go, you know I don't have one right <laughs> But how far is Azusa from Pedro? It's pretty far. Yeah, 50, at least it's 50, 50 miles, miles right? yeah, 50 miles, sure. And uh, you're driving freeway speed, and there's a pressure differential from outside and inside. So we were sucking in every fucking little rock off the road. Uh-huh. And our, oh, man. Our faces got pelted. <laughs> well, that's so The jerk could put both hands in front of his face. Yeah. Had you needed to drive and with and a helmet. See. You needed a helmet and get... uh Oh, fuck, we took blows. Man. Well, you know, that's so also where I got the, the rock windshield course. there at the pad. Yeah. And then I went, there was a little store nearby, and I got some string and dish soap, and I put that windshield on. <laughs> and, and the park, I wasn't going to drive. <laughs> you no, know, the sure. trick, because they were flat, so you could soap them up and put them mm, in, and you wow. run the string around. When you get yeah. the string out, Yeah. Put the gasket out. around the lip mm. of the. Right. Well, Mike, I kid you uh, not. That's, that's, that's learning by doing. What <laughs> think of that? <laughs> Uh, at first, I remember Dirk saying something like, it might be like being on a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah kind of. But you that. know, that 605 is where all <laughs> those of. It was like the tree of a carburetor. It just yeah, <laughs> it.
9: The yeah. rock quarry companies are up there, so yeah. you're hitting it double. No, I
0: t- as soon as we got yeah. on the Harbor Freeway here, okay, <laughs> <started> every little <laughs> thing on the road just oh, got okay. sucked yeah. right van. in. Yeah.
6: yeah.
0: And that was yeah. the double nickels van? That was a bug. Uh-huh. 64 bug. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, what happened to that? I ended up selling it to Mugger, I think. Yeah. I heard
6: that just went out on uh, the Sotheby's uh, auction block for uh, 1.3 mil. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a I had a square a back. I had a bus, too. I had 67 square back. I had a, not all at once, one at a time. A 63 bus, uh, the '64 Bug, a '63 Bug, and a '68 Bug. You've so always only had five Volkswagens. Only. You've
6: always been the man in the van. With the Since then, the van. Yeah, yeah, it's hard
0: to tour in a Volkswagen, <laughs> right. right? But this was more, more, uh, right, the, uh, late teens, early twenties yeah. years of not much monies. Yeah, I think you could dangerous. own in the old days a Volkswagen for very yeah. econo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, could run them on. Nothing, man. Yeah, you could work on them all yourself. You didn't even need a cherry uh, picker to pull the motor. You could drop it on a, f- a floor jack. Right. I learned all that stuff. I did. I did some very retarded things, like um, that square back. I woke up one morning and it was on the sidewalk. It was a bash and dash. Uh-huh. And the, I had just gotten the bus and I had to have a bungee cord to hold it in third gear. Yeah. So I thought, well, it all won't be lost. Yeah. I'll stick that tranny. Yeah. And the square back, it was a good one, into this uh, bus. But uh, when it, you know, I took off the uh, splines and the hubs exposed on the bus, I see a, a transfer box. Yeah. Right? There's two sets of gears so they could gear lower. Yeah. But if you have uh, one set of gears, two gears, what happens to the direction? I have no idea. Well, just think about it.
5: <laughs> They're fighting
0: each other. Uh-huh. Huh? No, it ends up the other way. Yeah. If you wanted it the same way, you'd have to have three gears. Uh huh. Right, right, right. right. right? Yeah. yeah. So two gears the other way. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. all always lost <laughs> transmissions yeah. in Volkswagens are not created equal. Right. So after all that work, yanking it out of yeah. the square back, put it in the bus. This all ready to work. go. <laughs> I had four gears of reverse and one gear. Uh. Oh, man, I was so stupid. If I yeah. would have just thought about it. Yeah. It seemed like the clutch was different. And it wouldn't tell people that for like 20 years. That's <laughs> why I felt so fucking retarded. I had to pull everything out again and right. get back, and there's the bungee cord, you know, back for third gear. That thing ended up catching fire and exploded. I remember it was the day before it tore. Yeah. And sitting there on the curb and hearing every tire blow up. Yeah. Uh. It was very sad. Very sad. But at yeah. the end of the second hour of the October 12, 2010 Watford-Pedro show, hold tight for hour three. October 12, 2010, it's the third hour of the Watford-Pedro show, and here's one more song from Miss P from France.
14: M'isoler. Maman, comment te dire, je suis désolé La conseillère m'a clairement négligé. Et moi comme un teubé, j'ai dit ok Et tous les jours, je pense à arrêter Les gens veulent faire de moi une entité Je vais tout plaquer Je ne suis qu'un homme, je vais finir par clamser. Et j'ai dû côtoyer le pavé Pas à pavé, je dis c'est pas vrai. Papa, maman, les gars de Je ressens comme une n'ont envie de m'isoler. Et hey, j'ai dit foutre-toi, j'ai le Pas à pas, je dis c'est pas Papa, maman, les gars, désolé. Je ressens comme une envie de m'isoler. Moi aussi, les frères, je vais me barrer. tous les miens, les dingueries. Paris, c'est Alcatraz. Marte, des amandes et tous ces tas de paperasses. Leur cœur est noir et fin comme un sénégalais. Allez, les tente, on croirait que c'est mieux fallait. Moi je veux ma femme, mon dîner mes gosses Pour ça croix, moi j'emploierai bien toutes mes forces et j'ai du que toi, j'ai le Pas à fauche, je dis c'est pas, pas Papa, maman, les gars, désolé Je ressens comme une envie de m'isoler et j'ai du que toi, j'ai le Papa,
1: je dis, c'est pas vrai. Papa, maman, les gars, désolé Je ressens comme une envie de m'isoler ma oui. grand-mère, oh, s'il te plaît Je revenu voir si j'avais plus de blé Mais c'est ici non plus, c'est pas facile En France, la t'as nous met des bafossés Désolé aux profs de maths, d'anglais et de français Vous inquiétez pas, mon père m'a bien défoncé Désolé monsieur le banquier. Mais si je m'arrache, vous allez pas me manquer Et hey,
14: j'ai dû toi le pas Mais ça fait que Papa maman les gars désolé Je ressens comme une envie de misolé Et j'ai dit pour toi j'ai le pâte Pas à pas je dis c'est pas vrai. Papa maman les gars désolé Je ressens comme une envie de misolé Maman
1: papa je vous dis On diarama Je sais que dans vos têtes vous êtes déjà là-bas J'ai beau dire que je l'aime mais j'ai pas la foi J'ai fait le j'ai commencé par la fin J'aurais pas dû me lancer dans la musique Et tant peu dire papa étant peu Je me sens coupable quand je vois ce que vous avez fait, ce pays où vous parlez. Et
14: j'ai du sang, j'ai le pavé, Pas en face, je dis c'est pas Papa, maman, les gars, désolé. Je ressens comme une envie de m'isoler. Hey, Et j'ai du sang, toi, j'ai le pavé, Pas en face, je dis c'est pas Papa, maman, les gars, désolé. Je ressens comme une envie de m'isoler. J'ai préféré partir et m'isoler, maman comment te dire je suis désolé, la
8: conseillère m'a clairement payé. So here it is, ladies and gentlemen. The fucking cops are fucking keen, the fucking keep it fucking clean, the fucking cheats are fucking swanning, fucking draws, the fucking line, the fucking fun and fucking games are fucking good fucking playing, but nowhere to be fucking found. Anywhere in Chicken and the fucking train is fucking late, you're fucking waiting, I'm fucking waiting, fucking lost, fucking found, stuck in fucking, fucking Chickensound. The fucking scene is fucking sad, the fucking fucking band, the fucking weed is fucking surf, the fucking speed is fucking surf, the fucking jokes are fucking daft, don't make me fucking laugh, it fucking hurts to look around. Anywhere in Chickensound, I'm I'm you <anın> I'm the, the fucking journey, fucking mate, fucking mate, fucking mate, fucking fucking bounce, fucking 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 miles and fucking miles of fucking babies, fucking dried the fucking, <laughs> the fucking the flowers, fucking dying. The fucking food <laughs> is fucking muck, the fucking drains <laughs> are fucking fucked, <laughs> the <up. trains laughs> <are> colour <fucking laughs> <on>. <laughs> scheme <laughs> is fucking brown. Everywhere in chicken town, fucking train, fucking late, fucking wait, fucking wait, fucking lost, fucking found, fucking fucking chicken sound. The fucking fish are fucking old, the fucking chips are fucking cold, the fucking beer is fucking flat, the fucking flats are fucking rats, the fucking clocks are fucking wrong, the fucking. I fucking longy fucking get you fucking down. Hey, don't make chicken sound. Nice Thanks for listening, mate.
0: show starting off the third hour with uh, something from Miss P. Uh, session de Saul with uh, Des Soleil. What's that about? Uh, random French songs
3: I collected.
0: Random French song you collected? Yeah. Okay. So your thoughts about it are kind of random? Yeah, I, I listened through
3: it and some oh. of the stuff I like. It's very You're strange. aroused? Very
0: Sonically, yes Okay Only sonically That's what this show is about Hmm. (laughs) TVI And then we heard Evidently Chicken Town By uh, John Cooper Clark uh, Trippy stuff From England And then A title that's very hard to pronounce D-H-O-I-D-V-O-P-H-K-J-I-F-F (laughs) to Hoi Vau... Where's it from? Japan. It's uh, Kenji Haino and Tatsuya Ishida. Maybe they didn't spell it right. <laughs> yeah, only one letter. Maybe maybe it's an acronym.
6: Only one <laughs> <letter>. <laughs> it could be an acronym.
0: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> or it could be, uh, yeah, something to throw us off the trail. You know. And then finally we heard Let's Go to Neverland by uh, Yuki Murata. And... I couldn't think of uh, Never- Neverland. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was that Wizard of Oz thing I kept thinking of, but that, of course that was called Oz. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that movie? Maybe it's the first George Lucas movie. Is it
6: 7? No, Zardo's? It's John Sales. Ah, oh, John Sales. Who's yeah, Zardo's?
0: Zardo's? Huh? Like the giant stone Karl Marx head is huh? flying through the air. <laughs> it ends up the, the, the Zardo's is in the... Library, it's the Wizard of Oz. I don't remember. Yeah. Z- A-R-D from oh, Wizard. No, no, it's, and, uh, it's not Z- in... No. Wizard, Oz, Zardoz. I uh-huh. you know, remember there was some weird-ass movie. I thought it was one of those big... Maybe it was Lucas or Spielberg or something when their first early thing. Yeah. One of them, one of them was THX 1138, yeah, exactly. right? Yeah, that's that was, that was Lucas. That's Lucas. No, that's Lucas okay. yeah. yeah. THX sounds. That's one of that. his first yeah, movies. Yeah. Zardons was like, "Buddy, let me Ruzog or something it was. Who who made that? I am not sure. Well, why has got a pewter there? Why can't you enlighten us? No. Okay. <laughs> that's why you can't. Yes, you could if you wanted to, right? No. No, you couldn't even if you wanted it. I will. I can on my iPhone, but by the time I get to it, uh, it will be somewhere else. Okay, I'm just curious about that movie. Uh, Raymond loved it. He loved that movie, and I thought it was bizarre. But I thought it was some like great movie makers early like directed
2: uh, with Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah. yeah directed I think it was by John Borman.
0: Inter- John Borman. Yeah. That's it. Uh-huh. And it's like kind of an Ayn Rand trip thing where Connery's got a ponytail and he's kind of some wild anarchist guy horse rider, and they've fenced themselves into their own secular, you know, we're better than these wild beasts, other humans. Mm -hmm. If I remember it right, Zardoz. And he's kind of like a swashbuckler. He's like unchanneled, strong man, virile man. And, uh, it was a bizarre movie. Yeah. Sardos, but the Wizard of Oz. There's some scene in the library or something. Yeah. So so Neverland actually is um, not only Mike Jackson's old ranch, but uh, Peter Pan's. Peter Pan, yeah. Now, he was saving kids, orphans, from getting turned into donkeys and working for the pirate or something. No, the pirate was selling the... Some prick was like getting yeah. cheap child labor out of yeah turning the orphans into donkeys, yeah. right? Okay.
2: Something like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. And then so that's when I came with donkey Tinker, Bell was the helper man or helper lady Yeah. There was team. Wendy.
2: Wendy was involved.
0: <laughs> Wendy. Oh yeah. She's like a human That was
2: a name oh. the first came from that story. That name Wendy
0: didn't exist before that. Oh, crazy. really? Yeah. Like a pagan name, like Heidi.
6: Uh-huh.
0: Like Heidi's not in the Bible. Yeah.
6: Oh yeah.
0: That's yeah, like a pagan name. Yeah. And maybe Wendy's like that too. Okay. I didn't know that Peter Pan trivia. I it. can't remember it at all. Yeah, because we always think of Peter Pan for that one. <laughs> that one character, right? With the green tights and. Yeah. In Martin. fact, it was a woman. What was her name? Mary Martin.
9: And Peter Pan.
0: Who, She's the one who played it? Yeah. I thought it was... Uh, later it was Kathy Wigley, but Mary Martin would a No, no with the kids. lady with one eye. Sandy Duncan. Sandy yeah. Duncan. That's uh,
6: later, though, but
2: Mary
0: Martin... was a band eye. called Sandy Duncan's, Duncan's Eye, Sandy right? Duncan's Eye, yeah.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's rest. kind of neat. <laughs> okay.
0: See, it all ties together. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bob, why'd you come out to SoCal? Why'd you come back? You've been gone well, since February.
9: Yeah, basically, I've been uh, trying to work write up a piece about uh, Mike Watts' uh, hyphenated man opera, and uh, had some troubles with it, because uh, it's just been, I've gone too broad in the research, and also been, you know, beat up a little physically, so the mental wasn't going since Well, it's so fascinating the way that they recorded it, uh, and that's a whole story, but I thought by getting a sense of the next place, it might give me better perspective on the beginnings, and, uh, so I've come out here and been lucky to see, uh, them going through the practice, the opera. So, since, in two days, seven, seven run-throughs, wow. and, uh... three days. Now, Sunday was the, uh, also fascinating, the second man recording, um, was that Saturday? That was Saturday, you're right, amount of days. They were doing a germ song, uh, communist eyes as well as, uh... A Sky Saxon seeds B side called Wild Blood, which I think still is—it's this long jam that repeats. They're just waiting for their dope guy to show up, and uh, but Sky then improvs Eventually, the lyrics, and, but they—you know—no, like, actually, it's a Kim Fowley song. Kim Fowley wrote it, yeah. And uh, but I don't know if that's the music or the words. But um, what's fascinating is watching Mike's bands. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, I've heard the originals. Like I mean, that's pop, what I
0: heard. Pop group it, it, and... It never Warren. got put on an album. It was yeah. only a B-side. It's a
9: B-side
0: early, I mean, before they had their big pushing too hard hit. Um, Sky Saxon's wife contacted me and asked, it would give him a song. There's a tribute thing coming out. Yeah. Well, that's quite night. An and um, I spent a night with Sky I, th- I Saxton, thought get one that um, would be... Partying. He
9: used was, to come to punk gigs. Yeah. He, yeah. he released an album that he recorded with the two McDonald brothers and whatnot yeah. in 87. It's real raw and punk. Well, they were considered punk just because they had a, a little more of a Biden edge. You know, my brother brought all this stuff into our house.
0: He was nine years older than me. But so... Uh, so you got, on top of it, a second band recording. Yeah, which is It was great. at Casa Hanzo, Pete Mazich's... Uh, yeah,
9: Pete Mazich. And it's, it's really fascinating to see these two incredible bands that Mike has. Um, and how great they are, and some of the differences. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've never seen anyone, a drummer, that can come out from that first note, like Jerry, that fast and hard. Jerry Trebitage. Jerry, Jerry Trebutage. Drummer. And Pete, uh, you know, in the composition, you know, very involved and uh, plays better when he's standing up. But um, he's... Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, he
6: was on the stool really, for a couple um, takes. Oh, is, is, that, that, is that a fact? Is he yeah, yeah but he was, he was clamming,
0: so... So <laughs> there's a, there's a, a whole story about this. So when it's I first t- took him on tour, uh, the first gig was in Tempe. Yeah. And we had never done a gig before. Yeah. It's right? so the first gig. is a tour gig. Yeah. And we're opening up for Charlie, uh, the Pixie singer. Yeah. And we come out there setting up and getting ready to play, and I look over and he's got this stool. And I was like, man, no. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not going to be the only one coming out of the cake. <laughs> you know, I'm having both these guys sit here, and I'm going to stand there. I so, said, no, you're going to stand up there with me, Pete. And he never used a stool again. But he, funny, he, he plays better when he he's sitting there. The physical. time I saw him on yeah. a stool again was a he's couple climbing. days ago in the studio. Yeah. Well, he was it was clamming big it. time, so he, the stool goes, yeah. gets it on the next day. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Plus also, I think in the wedding band days... He was always a stool. Yeah. Stool Plus, kid. you know,
9: he wasn't singing when he's singing your songs or even backing vocals. He's pounding that uh, organ to where it's rocking. Um, he was pounding and, it in this. Yeah, yeah. And he, you know, when he wants to put a little extra trail in there, man. He's, you know, it's a physical experience. It's really fun to be there and to hear that whole recording process. I'd never really sat in on a recording session before, and to see these guys do it in their Acana way, and then what they decide is. Uh, a good take, uh, you know, you realize how much they really know um, that you could never experience unless you've been through that almost to see that. And then to see these guys practice and, uh, you know, running through this opera three times in a row. Mm. It's 47 minutes. You know, and yesterday they did it without even a break. And, uh, you know, it getting a little better each time and the nuances and how complicated it is. Yeah. I mean, Raul has written Mike Rose. Those are difficult parts. In his place, he can never settle into a groove because there's so many time changes and just the way they go from one song to the next. uh, This is going to be good. Now I can see from the first day it seemed raw, but you know, I can see. Yeah, but Bob, I tell you, the show.
0: You said you listened to it the record 40 times. Yeah. Okay, so from listening to 40 times, it's the first time you hear it live, and yeah, we're still trying to get it together. Well, yeah, and the whole point is that actually,
9: hey, when these guys made the record, Tom and uh, Raul, they had only heard Mike's guitar and uh, the titles of the songs, but they didn't know the words, um, and they hadn't heard the bass, really. um, So they created something. I read something... That Tom had on your side about, you know, that wasn't that hard because I'm going in and basically copying very religiously and to his credit, you know, Mike's guitar, which is really good. He, you know, he played it on D boons wrote it onto D Boone's uh, telecaster. And so um, now, you know, they're bringing in their sound and now that they're interacting off each other, it's a whole dynamic. And Mike's part of doing the bass and then singing these really difficult, um, you know, these aren't you know, like Louie Louie singing songs. Very complicated. And the changes that there's a lot. The guys have to learn their own parts and then how to play together as a band. And there's so much. And uh, so to see this is a work in progress. But I can see now, just like when I've seen them after a layoff, that now this thing's going to be
6: killer on Sunday. Mm. Well, so have you gained, by coming back out here, uh, have you gotten more clarity on what you're trying to do? Yeah,
9: now it's got me... Um, this, my problem before was I was already had like 13 different stories in my head, or I'd be in New Mexico out in the yard doing something and get all these insights, and then my memory, I can't bring that... You know, you get a great thought, and it's like you type up something on the computer, and then it vanishes, and then try bringing that back. Yeah. And so it's helped crystallize it, um, and also just to see the whole process from... The creation, as Mike explained it to, uh, where they are with it, in it. And then, uh, but Bob,
0: you got this little recorder. Why don't you just spiel into that?
9: Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. See, one of the things you do when you're not a traditional learner, I mean, I, the only reason it got accepted to UCLA was I had to figure out my own methods. And one now is that this thing, I can play the music, and it recorded almost incredible quality, but also then spiel along with it. And, uh, you know, I think going forward, if there's ever a way to do this piece spoken, um, I think I could do that easier almost than the writing. In this case, simply because there's... I know so much, you know. I mean, I first saw Mike play with D Boone, you know, in 1983, and that gets in the way, because then I got out all the old records and... Was that uh, Beyond Baroque? Beyond Baroque with Rosie Bray and, uh, you know... Little, I mean, I didn't even know what they looked like. These two guys in the back are all relaxed. Now, that's being in your twenties, you know. Hey, hey, man, you want to smoke out? Sure, you know. And then when when the headliner goes on, the minute minute goes, shit, that was D Boone and what, you know. Um, we were, so and there's a part in this piece about you know it's not over there, it's over here, mm-hmm. where they wanted to bring the music back. From what I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, where arena rock was you know they're they're over there and you're over here and, and the, their idea was hey no over here like there's not this huge separation and yeah, gap between no this elitist band and no. their audience yeah and you know you always hear Mike say start your own band but as Carducci wrote actually about the reactionaries I just was reading that so I've been done a lot of research is yeah that's a great idea but I guarantee you any no band is gonna. They could play their whole life, a lot of bands, and never be able to play this piece with these 30 songs. Mm-hmm. Brand new, straight through. This is the most ambitious thing I've ever seen. Attempted. They're little songs. They're little shorties. But there's, you, only
0: one that, there's only two that are two minutes. Yeah. They average about a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. And the
9: shortest is still over a minute, right? It's, yeah,
0: but they average about a minute and a half.
9: Yeah, mm-hmm. 30 songs, 47 minutes. But but these songs, though, there's something about this one, or sometimes minute, Men, you know, 40 seconds is done. No, these take you on a long journey in that minute 37, let me tell you. That Mm -hmm. as a listener, I was tired at minute 32 Mm -hmm. um, and had to stop and wanted to go back and hear it again before I. It's intense to listen through all the way. um, And the beautiful thing about this, though, is that if you don't know the language, and I couldn't comprehend the words that much at the beginning, partly because the music itself. Was so fascinating, and that this is intense, but it's simple, very simple. Mike's guitar playing that Tom executes, but yet the rhythms and everything, and the way it flows through the order, it's incredibly complicated. Then you have all this Bosch thing that someone like me then goes start some reads about Bosch, and there's another two weeks. Um, And so for his audience, it can open, expose people to other art, and what I'm going to write about this is something that's personal so that hopefully other people can get whatever they get out of it, and that inspires them. Wizard of Oz. Did
0: yeah. Did you read uh, Uncle Ray's essay?
9: Yeah, I thought it was quite good. He um, did a little bit of bio, and he had some great little descriptions, too, like your playing style, like the, what do you say, the semi sort of village. Um, crypto, Crooky Rhythm, you know, kind of thing. This has some complicated parts for the drummer. Incredible. He's not going to settle into a groove. There's no popcorn put it on autopilot songs here. And Mike's singing with his bass lines. You know, him recording it separately, I mean, he's, it's almost like, you know, when they say, hold your hand up this way and stick this leg out this way and touch your nose. I, I can see you Physically, He's raised the bar for himself.
5: Mm -hmm.
9: And this band, I think he knew, he told me years ago that he put them together for this. Because I always go, why do you play the same fucking set every time? Not that I don't love the set, but those songs never sounded the same, Mm -hmm. um, the Miss and Gates. And he kind of answered in the way that made sense was, so they would be able to play one piece, you know, even with those covers, the same set all the way through, Mm-hmm. And yet, oh, not really get tired, they'd always breathe in new life. Like Mike, I remember one time at Harold's, you saying, What do you think? And I said, Well, you played Funhouse like you guys were double parked and you're going to miss an airplane. And the next time, just me saying that two weeks later, I said, Play. He's changed it uh, dramatically. And Tom, on his guitar playing, is very able. Every time of the seven I've heard, never the same twice. Maybe he can't. Actually, he's. Can just make these sublime alterations each time, and then I see Raul under Mike's tutelage. It's just like wow, he obviously put in a lot of hard work. Um, You're conquered over at Raoul's now. Yeah. So like oh, that's another whole thing. See, He's the reason the I got here late
0: today was at the Peck go, Manor. You know what?
9: What do I miss more about L.A. than anything? You know about well, this you guys place with on this 15th show. Street and Grand? Yeah. Uh, uh yeah. It's
0: the old George H. Peck Manor.
9: Oh, really? It is very close to the old Dancing Waters where. Um, yeah, Matt, right the corner. You'd appreciate yeah. this. I finally met the Me Puppets. Uh, they played in Santa Fe. And uh, I was telling them about first time seeing him at the Dancing Waters opening for the cramps. And I saw both of them separately go, hey, that's what—that's the night we met Dee Boone at that show, you know. So there's all these funny links like that. And so Mike's, yeah, I've been getting the tour. Well, this house is a historical house. The Peck family owned it. Yeah. And um, they've got all these musicians living there. And before I left, I mean, the they, show, split it up they a have a recording a studio. Was one big, one you know, they put out the Reactionaries yeah. record, thousand copies. Mm-hmm. They've got some other cool stuff. They got a little studio there. And Raul was Cali silk mucho. screening. Um, yeah, Caligucho. mucho. Yeah. He was making silk screening um, t-shirts. And so over there, I mean, the reason you know, I said my favorite thing I miss the most about LA actually is this show because that's one time I'm guaranteed to see you guys. And. Uh, you know, somebody's got to throw a monkey and wrench in the works. But mainly is um, this whole part of the experience of staying with Mike a couple of days and um, him showing me all the different stuff he's working on. Man, you know, he can write this stuff and it's hard to believe there's such a variety of types of music and sounds with all these different collaborators. And uh, But what's... What's the one key to every Mike Watt trio? Maybe two. But you want to take a guess?
6: Yeah, Mike Watt.
9: Of success. <laughs> no, that he brings in outside of himself. Come on. <laughs> old man punk, yeah. He's there. He's not an old man when he's teaching or playing. No, always have a killer drummer. You know, And that's really obvious when you get to see Jerry playing, like, touching distance and then in, cramped in the practice studio and seeing that and then, of course... Name of slouch Jerry guitar came, player he's had. Okay. Jerry
0: came right in off the dock.
9: Yeah, and Jerry can come out. He, he's the one that they can play red and black and be faster out of the gate than Hurley. I mean, just really get that thing marching. And then Pete, you know, his whole thing, the organ. So that's just the tip of the iceberg with all this unreleased stuff Mike has that a lot will be coming out this year. Uh, amazed stony, you know, Brother Matt, you're going to love all of it, all of you. It's, (laughs) it's amazing that, uh, it's almost good that it didn't all come, you know, didn't come out earlier. Like I said, the autumn, autumn seems to follow, follow to me, middle age. You know, Sinatra's thing about autumn of the year, she was turning 50. And so, but, uh, yeah, Nelson and Mr. Shimmy, though. That's one. If they ever play here, get your tickets fast, man. Because Mike will have written a song, played great bass, but he'll go, I've never heard guitar like this. And Shimmy's wife on the drums.
0: So, Brother Matt got to see, you You got yeah. to see Miss Pete.
9: Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. The drummy? But yeah. playing a piece intended for a Meltzer. Meltzer spiels her. You know, my friends that connected me to Watt, you know, we were, all three of us, he's met the two, we We're totally into the Meltzer stuff, you know, from the reader and then buying his books, and uh, I hope this comes out well enough. I got this Yamaha device where it can record almost at a studio-level studio quality. I still, have, you know, in the prac room, it's, it's still learning, you know, with the situation, and how to get that just right, but I mean... Um, I would like to be able to play that with Meltzer, some insane So What, 65 pieces, Mike, uh, and yeah. 65 There's minutes? 50 spiels,
0: but 65 pieces of music. Mm-hmm.
9: And it's got the 10 spiels that um, Richard wrote for the Minutemen, you know. Yeah. Um, so, while this piece is Minutemen-inspired mostly by the short form, the hyphenated man, I don't feel that it sounds... That much like the Minutemen because Mike's writing the songs on the guitar
0: and. Um, Bill Gusher, we came up with the music in three days in Tokyo. Uh, I didn't write their parts. Now would you say that's it, one of just those magical jamming together little pieces?
9: Are those guys you you mentioned to me in this visit that you know? I mean, writing this opera was a bitch because with D Boone, he could instantly come up with his part and then you have it and nail it down. Right. um...
0: So, but with those well, that's two... That's how they were. Yeah, I could imagine that... But I didn't know we started. Sometimes Shimmy would come up with the riff. wish you go, we'd do a drum. But see, you inspired it, just like...
9: I don't care what anyone else... But Mike was a catalyst between the studio's reunion by, you know... Eventually, everyone was coming in, and finally mm-hmm. he gets a call from Meg. And I think that, Mike, there's some way that just by listening to your bass or... I don't think they even have to know you because you're collaborating with people now that you've never met and may never meet. Um, that's punk, right? I mean, so there's something that you bring in that's like, it can't be measured, you know, unless you could see people's auras or something. But it, they know how to fill in with you. You know, I mean, now, like you said, God, you're thankful any time you can play with them. But the one thing I realized here in Southern California, man, how lucky I was to have seen all those banging gigs and a million missing men and second men, whereas people in the rest of the country, you know, and now with the Stooges, you know, Mike can only get out there so much. uh, And so part of what I want to do is maybe have some good hyperlinks to things like archive.org where people can find a lot for no money on their own that will never be able to maybe see one of your shows because you're not coming their way or, you know, and more so, inspire them. And so being over at Royal's, you know, mm-hmm. they got the record company going, and I see a really good energy, and in Albuquerque, I've this thing with these, uh, chick noise bands that have other bands, but like the early scene here, people realize, hey, I can be in four different bands, then I don't have to get frustrated that we're just playing punk, or, mm-hmm. and out of that, eventually, if they have any talent, you know, their best music might come out of it. But it's trippy to hear the respect Mike carries, you know. Mm. I'm like, Mike, what? His main thing is with the repeat business on a place, like the Launchpad. This woman who's the editor of the equivalent of the LA Weekly, has all these bands I'm telling you about. She goes, I asked the owner of the Launchpad, you know, because he was going on and on about all these asshole-demanding musicians. And Well, then who would be the prototype of perfectness? And, uh, Mike, what? You know, and unlike Mike goes back to this place in Sierra Madre um that near where I grew up and you know he'll, wasn't it Mike you told me that d one of the secrets of success you guys had was with D Boone is you guys unless it was really something you couldn't get out of would never turn down a gig because you get that reputation and you'll get asked back well anywhere he plays he always gets asked back whether he can do it or not
6: because you but, got to throw him you're not destroying the room. Yeah.
9: Did you? um Was that oh, true? We like to play. We
0: got in a band and make games, so we tried to
9: play as much as we can. Yeah, and uh, the monk way of doing business of uh, you know, like so what if for the opening band you don't have any of that attitude shit? No, of
0: course
9: not. Entitlement.
0: Yeah, that's it. Okay, that's <laughs> no sense of spiel. Talk about yeah. a win back. Thanks, Bob.
8: para mi arrabal
0: Pete show. you just heard uh, Riunta by Andrea Pensado before that, Fantasy No Tabria by Joaquiné, Up in Flames something live from the Wipers that's a Portland band from the old days yeah, good point Electric yeah. Toy Cat Song by uh, Como Rev Butterfly started it off and um what, we are talking about Meat Puppet experiences? Yeah. Now, I'm the one who first saw the Meat Puppets of the SST crew. They were playing the L.A. Press Club. And uh, I think they were opening for Monitor. You went by I yourself? I used to play with Monitor a lot. Yeah, went by myself. Oh. I couldn't get the, something up D boom wasn't around or something. So I would go to gigs by myself sometimes. And those days, those old days, um, gigs were really important for me for release. I, was, I put myself through uh, school and working sometimes three jobs and doing the band. And so I needed a valve, escape valve thing. So the gigs were very important. Anyway, I didn't know these guys before. I didn't really know yet, I wasn't aware of the connection between the LA punk scene in Arizona there had been a lot of cross population, like, like the Germs drummer yeah uh, final drummer was Don Bowles he was out of Arizona Paul Cutler with uh, 45 Grave but at this point this might have been their first show here maybe I don't know if it was one of their first shows but it was very early and I'm the first one to see them I'm the one who not bragging or anything it was just coincidence luck and I, I'm the one who told Greg Ginn hey you should check this band out they uh, blew me away they did this wild version of uh, 96 tears
6: oh, wow
0: and they don't have an organ yeah and you know that song's all about the organ <laughs> mm-hmm. you know but they still they're wild uh that was a weird place to have gigs too the la press club I the la press club it was just a hall
2: like thing what where's it located uh, Bosman like
0: kite the fucking there was some old drums sitting there and he, Hoisted them out the fucking window. (laughs) Well, had to make do. But I I really thought they were a great band. There was something about them. Yeah. And Greg saw them, and yeah, and he asked them to be. They actually made a record first called uh, "In a Car," a little five-song thing. Actually, the first time they're on a record, they're on a Monitor album. It's so strange, right? It's this band called Monitor. I think they were lived in the Valley. And you know, they got their songs. They're trippy kind of, I don't know, what they call that kind of punk in those days, art art punk yeah. or something. It
9: sounds, I, the name of the band almost seemed, makes you think they had a keyboard.
0: Yeah, there was, in a guitar, and a drum, and a bass, but anyway, they've got their songs, and then you come on to the song, and it's the Meat Puppets. Wow. Right? You know, it's not Meat Puppets playing with them, yeah. it's like the Meat Puppets yeah. playing their own uh, songs. Uh, on those the manor- old monitor. Hair, yeah, on the monitor, all of <laughs> a yeah. sudden, like, you know, okay, we're gonna let our friends play a song. Right. I've never seen that done before. Right. Like they're, the monitor guys aren't on the song at all. It's just like you know, yeah. like yeah. uh, pause here to yeah. let our friends. We had, we had this extra space. Here uh, the yeah. Why don't you play a song? Was, I think it was called Hair. All right. You know, and uh, it's trippy ass shit. And then it goes back to the monitor. Yeah. Okay. It's just it was the weirdest thing. Yeah. To do. Wow. Maybe I should do that. Hey, you know. I really like you guys. Will you be on my album? <laughs> it's not like guest on my, one of my tracks. It's like you bring on a song. You know? what? And then they were on a... yearnals had this sampler called Happy Squid, the label called Happy Squid, and they had a compilation called Keats Ride to Harley, which I found out later was the name of a uh, the drummer Kevin's goldfish. Keats? It was, yeah, they named oh, him Keats, it. and he jumped out. They found him... You know, they found him outside the fishbowl. He leaped out. And, <laughs> and so the, the the metaphor was he rode a Harley, right? He, he rode the Harley right out of the fucking bowl. <laughs> and they named it and Keats. died, also. so they named the the sampler this, Keats Rides a Harley. And it had all these bands, and one of them is the Meat Puppets. I think that's the second time. Yeah, And also, I think the first time, Gun Club was on a record is on there. Oh, those trippy, be powerful and yeah. you know who else is also on there? There's a band on there called Toxic Shock. Toxic Shock is the Tom Lively? Watson's yeah. first band. Slavenly. It's the first name of Swavily Peter. Peter. Yeah. yeah. Wow. A, D Boone put on a gig at the he put on gigs at the uh, Star Theater, this place up by on uh, Pacific by Santa Cruz. It's gone now. Yeah. Raised. It's just empty lot now. It's but uh, there was a smart and final or something yeah. just right nearby, yeah. right? Yeah. Um uh, what was the Mexican champagne? Mi Yeah. It was right there. I think it, I, it's got another name. Yeah, now. But It was next else. to that old barbershop. It's stuff. still a barbershop. Yeah. There. That's where I used to. I I'd, I'd never shave on tour, you know, so I'd come. Uh, that would be the big gift f- for coming home. <laughs> to get a razor shave. Yeah, straight edge. Yeah, have that dude just drag that steel across your face with a big-ass beard. The skin, it would be so baby, (laughs) right? It would be like, whoa. It would be like, I'm totally sensitive, sensitized. Cauterized. It's kind of cool. Totally like, wow. No, because I think for that long, with having big-ass beard, when they do cut you, you, I think some layers come with it yeah, so that skin so. It, is like t- it's yeah. sensitive oh man just the breeze blowing on it yeah. it's like whoa <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 150 million percent alive yeah, <laughs> but then the AIDS thing came and they didn't want to do that yeah straight edge yeah this cat edge, never edge. cut me man I mean they got your neck up Yeah. so Adam Apple's yeah. pointing straight you're up you're thinking yeah.
9: of those like, movies like, you saw you yeah, know, like, hey Nick the barber you know whatever they're going to
0: it's not strap it's strop strop it's this big leather thing. Yeah. It's almost like
9: something that would be on a horse uh, yeah. saddle. STROP.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what you uh, go back and forth to dress the edge. Yeah. yeah. And the first the hot towel on you. Yeah. And then the, the fucking uh, shaving cream is like he has to prepare he it him. right. He, has he has to to this big old whiskered yeah. yeah thing out of some dry shit and yeah. water, and then
4: they foam that you know? shit.
0: <laughs> up. It was a whole thing. Yeah, it was yeah, my really big like, present to myself. Maybe five dollars. Yeah. For those days. Well, but uh, Toxic Shock played. Watson's like five years younger than me, so he was yeah. still in his teens, and they they wow. played with us. That's also when we f- first played with Tragic Comedy. And yeah. you know who's the drummer of Tragic Comedy? Not, Dirk Vandenberg. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the guy who took the picture yeah. of the Double Nichols album yeah. cover.
11: Yeah, of you going he down. He just home. moved
0: down from the hill, mm. and he lived up on Thirteenth and Patton. That's where that song. I showed you the pad. Yeah. D. Boone said my lyrics were too spacey, so I went and used a a note from Dirk's landlady because the fucking tub was leaking. (laughs) And I you know, I say, hey D Boone, are these real enough? Yeah. don't turn on the water, <laughs> what like, did he say? Don't you shower, don't you I shower. ceiling, don't Kathy you ceiling, yeah, don't you shower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reading the fucking <laughs> landlady it on this <laughs> Actually she was the lyric writer. So. <laughs> <laughs> and uh That's great. That's the pad and that's Dirk and the, the, the connections that came out of that. D, D. Boone wanted the thing whatever. about the Star Theater, he renamed those for the nights of the Gigs, the Union. And he put out that, and Dirk showed me one of the editions because we never save shit, but D. Boone put out a zine called The Pro. where he would write about things, you know. And, uh, it was the same idea, you know, we got into punk, we found out it was more than just a band, you just did anything you wanted, to. you put on gigs, you made zines, you, yeah. you know, did it's whatever a you wanted, though. let the freak fly. You do
6: it yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Mike. But that, we didn't know that at first, you right. know. And, th- and some of those England bands, they were on big labels. We never had that idea, right? You know, yeah. we knew it was a trippy kind of music, but this self empowered thing, right? But then meeting the SST guys yeah. and Greg, you know, with his SST, and know, doing model was Chuck better than business, anything. A truck too with, with. Uh, touring, yeah. yeah. You know, I think only the Dills had a van, Chuck. Their idea was, no, you're gonna, we're going to play outside of L.A. and play other towns.
9: Yeah, They went up to Frisco and, and played uh, with the nuns all, they, and all, they, all
0: over the country, yeah. from the fanzines. You get in touch these dudes, knew all their scenes. Yeah, Their band would probably open, and you can't get their pad. Yeah, and right. The, the Ukrainian Hall or the Polish Hall. Right, exactly. Like and right. It, it was all networked through people that were into getting things done yeah. without going the Mersh way. Right, right. Weren't you telling so, me that? So, yeah, they, nowadays we call it Do It Yourself. DIY. Yeah.
9: Greg Ginn, you said, had a ham radio, and so he had made contacts with people from here. Well, his company here.
0: is uh, making ham radio antenna tuners. That's where yeah. SST comes from. It's solid state transmitted.
9: And you said that Burke. he had made contacts with people in other cities to
0: where he well, almost he preset them it. up to book the bands, you know. Well, that was more Chuck in oh, the fanzines. A- Chuck? But the, but the thing that came out of ham radio was you're talking to dudes that aren't from your town. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, not only you know, the only you know like outgoing. William D. Boone going to punk gigs. Wow, well, not everybody is from Pedro. Yeah, in fact, SoCal is all spread out. We we don't even know where these guys' towns are from. Right, we're all here, and they yeah. got different. We all don't really fit like in you. in Connecting our back to home duds, worlds. Yeah. Connecting so, to the dots. Yeah, right. The one thing in common was Stooges. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's yeah. it. Every in California as like state, uh, but the different regions of SoCal they were nothing like. And they didn't know Pedro. None of these cats knew Pedro right. hardly. Right. Some of it saw him on the signs on the freeway. or they, they got, We had in those old days Marine Land, so they yeah. might have gotten taken to that. I knew it because
9: yeah. the Harbor Freeway starts out as a street and ends as a street down here. Where and, I'm from, and in then, Pasadena. Uh, also,
0: yeah. Portugal was kind yeah. of a tourist thing, so right. some people had saw that. Yeah. But, like, they didn't right. know our towns, we didn't know theirs. Right. But this whole idea of connecting with people, and you didn't have to grow up with them. Yeah. You just had to have the same yeah, a new fire new concept, in the belly. Right? A Whole new. I know that sounds... Well, now with the internet, strange. you can
9: do that in a social community uh, created by... Yeah, virtual. But just having you know, that
6: simple realization as a kid,
0: basic, basically, just opened up worlds for you. Yeah. yeah. You know, right? Big time. Big yeah. time. Big um, time. We, we had... I know it sounds naive and stupid now, right. but in hey. those days, it was like yeah. total mind-blowing. It's like epiphany. <laughs> yeah, epiphany. Yeah. It was like, so deep boon's like this. Look, it's a Tuesday night. I want to see a gig. Yeah. I gotta go all the way up to Hollywood, and the band's gonna come on at eleven. Yeah, D. Boone says, "You know what? Let's have some gigs in Pedro, and the f- first band goes on at seven thirty. Uh-huh. We ain't got far to drive and the <laughs> The working man it's can all come and Check it out. Right. Yeah. He wasn't like uh, thinking about, "Well, how can we be yeah. a new kind of rock band?" No, yeah. let's t- have some music that fits in right. the life that we're fucking living. Right, right. <laughs> so he just more than talking about, it, he went and fucking put on these gigs, yeah. but it made connections. Toxic Shock. These are Manhattan Beach guys, even yeah. though it's much closer in Hollywood, it might have been the other side of the world as right. far as we, we didn't know those cats right. at all. Yeah, yeah. Hey, now, what it, hill guys like Dirk, mm-hmm. hill guys. we didn't know them. Right. hill guys, hill man, <laughs> right? And we can see them. We can see their land from Belinda. <laughs> area, right? World, we don't huh? even know them up and down wow. the hill. It's
6: a whole different world.
2: We don't yeah. know them,
0: but yeah. because of this scene, this culture, yeah. the D Boone was like getting happening. Yeah. actually he's learning it from the gigs we're going to right. the, the black flag guys and in fact Dukowski when he gets that first gig the reactionary gig with the min, uh, second black flag gig here in Pedro at that teen post at that time Dukowski's living upstairs in that star theater uh-huh. they are renting out rooms that's how he knew uh-huh. that teen center thing was available for gigs to be rented out yeah Never Is that right after see that the show? But, uh, after that time. Okay. Yeah, we didn't know. We couldn't believe there was a punk gig going to happen in Pedro. And he couldn't believe there was a punk band in Pedro. Right. So they said, hey, why don't you open? Yeah. And they're handing out flyers. We know these guys. Again, they're Hermosa Beach. Yeah.
6: And he's even living in
0: Pedro. Actually, I think he grew up by Dotson. Uh, Chuck Dukowski. You... It's still a universal way. It, yeah. it took a piece of culture. Yeah. You guys know this from like maybe that bottle enlightenment thing. You meet cats of like-minded oh, yeah. music. Mm-hmm. It's all over the world yeah. yeah. That You all not grow it. up with, right? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Mike. I just you know I stumbled
9: upon this website um, that I sent you a couple things. What is the guy's name, Lewis? Uh, you know, the shoots of videos. Tovies. Louis Estevez has his website. I think it's
0: something it was like playpong13.com. He, he filmed a lot of stuff. He's at, got a
9: slovenly show, Half Hour, Anti Club. And the reason he apologizes, he has a minute in him from the same night. He forgot in his thing. So he has five minutes of them at lingerie because he shot that wow. and then went to the other and.
6: So he used to go around shooting all
9: this It just makes you feel active. like you're there. It's yeah. not wow. from
0: that. He's shot a lot at the Cathay de Grand, too. He's yeah. yeah. And he's got
9: wow. some of the really, you know, Older You're more likely to footage. find the stains and that stuff there. Yeah. It seems like he's still unearthing him. So Speaking I think it's LA13.com. I was com.
0: coming home from the. And uh, we finished that gig you asked me about, Brother Twan. Yeah. At Hell Ride. Yeah. And I'm, you know, limping to the boat. And there's. Uh, the old singer of the Stains, Rudy. Uh, hey, Mike, you remember me? I hadn't seen him for like 25 did years. You re- did you recognize him? Mike? I did. Yeah. You know, a little different, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. it was like, wow. Hey, man. Hey, Mike, I have a question. Because he says, yeah, we're going to do gigs again. Maybe they'll play the with you. <laughs> That's oh. Robert, that guitar player. He's the guy that Greg King kind of got inspired to play lead guitar from. Oh, um, yeah? Because you notice the first Black Flag single, there's no lead guitar. Then Skin, has all this lead <coughs> guitar. Yeah, Robert. A lot of uh, we're at the end of the show. Sorry. I know we could spiel forever. But I want to thank you, Brother Matt. Cool. Aiden cool. Abed. Brother Twan. Hey, thanks, thanks for you having me. Aid. Thank you. Monstars, good luck on your tour. Taking the big high from, yeah, happy high from New Mexico. Miss Peek, yep. <laughs> you didn't join in any of the boy talk
3: here.
0: <laughs> no. She's a catalyst, though. Uh, good luck on your adventure to France. And thank I'll you. see you next in Tokyo. Yep. Okay, before yes, you happy go back trails. out to France. And, uh, one day, though, I want to play in Bangkok. I want to play in India. Yeah. And you can make that happen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, buddy, this October 12, 2010 Watt from Pedro show. Uh, next time, I think next show will be from Japan. Cool. And that week I got after the tour. Uh, keep your powder dry.